The Healthy Charleston podcast is brought to you by Made to Move Physical Therapy. Made to Move Physical Therapy specializes in helping you get out of pain and get back to doing what you love. We offer relationship-oriented, one-on-one, individualized care to all of our clients, and we believe in putting the patient's needs first. If you'd like to work with me or any of our other physical therapists at Made to Move, check out the link in the show notes and get 10% off of your first session. We have locations throughout Charleston, Mount Pleasant, West Ashley, Somerville, and Daniel Island. Don't waste another day stuck in your pain. Follow the link and schedule an appointment today. Welcome to the Healthy Charleston Podcast, where we help you take ownership of your health and fitness. My name is Hannah, and I am here to be your source of accurate health and fitness information while spreading awareness about all of the different health and fitness resources available to you in the Charleston area. Be sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. I hope you enjoy the show. This is Hannah, your host of the Healthy Charleston Podcast. If you're listening to this, you probably know that pain and injuries are a frustrating part of life. However, too many people are dealing with them all wrong and they end up suffering the consequences. In this episode, I'm going to tell you the three steps to take after an injury so you can get over it quicker and stay active and healthy long-term. Also, just so you know, we're going to be switching up our posting cadence a little bit so you can expect a new Healthy Charleston episode out every other Monday. Please subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. Otherwise, let's do it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Healthy Charleston podcast. My goal of this podcast is to really help people prioritize their health. Whether health is already a big part of your life or it's something new for you that you want to learn more about and you want to improve, I want to connect you with local health and wellness resources and I want to be your guide to accurate health information so that you can take the right steps and make the right changes. There's nothing more frustrating than being super motivated, but not really knowing where or how to start. And so I want to help you spend your time on the things that really matter, that make you feel good, and that will help you stay healthy in the long term, instead of just wasting your time wondering what to do, but never really moving the needle. Health doesn't have to be hard. But with technology and social media, it's often so overwhelming. It's like information overload all the time. You get a lot of contradicting advice. Try this, try this new thing, try that. And so I hope to simplify it for y'all so that you can work on what really matters. And so something that a lot of health aware people struggle with, people that are exercising a lot or playing sports or who prioritize being active is that they're dealing with pain or injuries that are keeping them from exercising or playing the sport or doing the thing that they love. And now pain is a normal part of life, like taxes. It can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to make you suffer and it doesn't have to hold you back. When injuries happen, sometimes it's an accident or sometimes it's a a load or training injury. And in all cases, the way we respond to that initial pain or injury plays a huge role in setting the stage for how quickly and how efficiently and how productively we're going to get better and get back to doing the things that we love and care about. Because what's worse than dealing with frustrating pain or nagging injuries is wasting even more time by doing the wrong thing to solve the problem. And I've definitely been there of spending a few months turning my wheels and trying things and taking time off and 
then at the end of the three months, I hadn't made any progress. All I'd done is just taken a lot of time off from doing the things that I cared about. And so I want to answer the question for y'all. Should I just take some time off after an injury? Should I just take it easy? Should I just rest and then try again later? And if you want to solve this for good and come back better from it, the answer is no. No, you should not completely rest. And while this may be different than what you've heard, you know, just stop doing that, just take it easy, take a few weeks off. That's why we're talking about it. Because I want to tell you what you should actually do after having pain or dealing with an injury. Your whole strategy to deal with this pain or injury should not involve just resting and then trying it again in a few weeks. And rest is part of the solution, but it's about dialing back the relative intensity. For example, if you're having knee pain with running or pain with playing soccer or doing CrossFit, just taking four weeks off of doing that and not working on anything else in the meantime is only going to make your body even less prepared for running or soccer or CrossFit. And we know that if you're dealing with pain or an injury in the first place, it's likely your body telling you that it's not tolerating the demands being placed on it. And so you may think, okay, well, let me just take some demands away. But if you completely take the demands away, now you're taking the foundation away of what's helping your body. For example, if you're having pain with pull-ups and so you just stop going to the gym, your shoulder hurts, you can't do pull-ups. And so I'm just going to take a few weeks off. Now, not only are you definitely going to become less prepared and less capable of pull-ups or probably any shoulder motion, your whole body is now going to be affected because you're not going to the gym at all. And then, I mean, I can't even begin to talk about, and I'm sure you all know, like the mental side effects of not being active and not doing the things that you love that are part of your routine or if running hurts. So you completely stop running. Well, now your baseline readiness or preparedness is going to lower even more. And so it's about decreasing the load. It's not all or nothing. One of the biggest mistakes I see people make with injuries and with dealing with pain is completely resting. And then of course the pain goes away because you're not doing the thing that you feel the pain with. And then they go right back into what they were doing before. So there's this huge spike in activity and boom, they experience pain again, but now they're even less conditioned for that activity. They're weaker, they've gotten worse, and they've wasted time not to mention, you know, the mental effects of stopping exercise or activity for a few weeks, you may feel even more stressed. And now the journey back up to where you started is going to be longer. Plus, we actually want to get you even better than before this initial pain or injury. So you don't need to just wait it out. And it's in your best interest to not. So here's how you can keep training, keep exercising, and keep making progress. Stay active, even with pain or injuries. What your strategy should include is relative rest because rest is not all bad. And by relative rest, I mean temporarily and intentionally modifying painful or intense activities in a way that allows you to keep moving and stay active and decrease pain and potentially let irritated or injured tissues heal or calm down. And the reason that you want to do this is because you want to fully solve your problem so that this doesn't happen again. And so that your four weeks of rest doesn't turn into four months of frustration because rest may be the easiest thing to do initially, 
but it's not going to yield the results that you're looking for. And it often prolongs the problem, which is probably not the answer that you wanted to hear. But let's say it's running. If running is too painful or irritating right now, or just not possible, applying relative rest looks like helping you find something that gets you a similar stimulus and a similar benefit of running without the pain of running. So we're going to modify it and dial it back a bit. This is the most underutilized, underestimated, and most powerful skill that you can have, that you can learn if you're someone who loves being active and working out and playing sports or going to the gym, because this allows you to take less time off overall and keep moving and keep making progress towards your goals. So it's important to understand a few things here about pain and injury. Pain and injuries happen when load exceeds capacity when the water overflows out of the cup. And so by only resting, yes, you're taking some water out of the overflowing cup, you're decreasing the load, but mostly you're saying to your body, we don't need to be prepared for this load. We don't need to adapt. We don't need our cup to be able to fit this amount of water. So by drastically decreasing the load, you're actually just decreasing your capacity. What we know is that our bodies are very adaptable to stress and load and demands given the right environment and dosage. And most people experience pain or injuries doing something that they care about and something that they want to be able to handle. So you want to be able to go for that run. You want to be able to do that CrossFit class or play tennis or play with your kids. So you, you want to be able to fit that gallon of water in your cup. So we have to make your cup bigger. And the good news is, is that you can do that. All it takes is a little decrease in load or stressors and demands to give us some room while we work to build up your capacity and build up your resilience and ability to tolerate stressors and demands while we do things that inherently make you healthier and make you more durable. So here's what you're going to do when you experience pain or an injury. Step one, calm it down, decrease the pain, to give us some relief and some room in the cup to make changes. Because when you're in pain or when you're dealing with an injury, it's like a wreck on 526. You first just need to get to the side of the road and then you can start making decisions from there. It can be really stressful and really overwhelming and you feel like you don't know what to do and all of a sudden you're starting to spiral and what if this happens and what if that happens? And the first step involves slowing down and finding ways of moving the painful or injured area in a way that feels good, gentle, non-threatening. And sometimes this involves temporary or relative rest. Most people got this. Most people, however, they stop here and they don't do the things necessary to make this a long-term lasting change. And then they get frustrated, but rest and calming things down is only the first step in this process. And so skipping steps two and three is like, you know, putting the toothpaste on your toothbrush, and then you just put the toothbrush back in the cabinet without brushing your teeth. You started the process, but you ultimately didn't get the benefit because you didn't finish the process. So step two is to build the bridge. And there's really two main points here, build it up and bridge the gap between you and your goals. So build it up. We want to make you more resilient than before this happened, because a lot of times there's a reason that this happened that you weren't resilient to this. You weren't prepared for this. But sometimes accidents just happen. But if you're dealing with pain or an injury, it's it's likely telling me that 
you were doing something that your body wasn't tolerating, your your whole you know system as a whole wasn't tolerating. Like easy example is running eight miles when your body's only prepared for two. It's not always that that clear and simple, but the plan to get rid of the pain is to make your body more prepared. And we can do that. And so this stage, this step is where we start to really make the exercises more challenging, more robust, more intense, load the area, move in a lot of different ways, apply a lot of different stimuli, and really applying a bulletproof vest here to get the desired result and the adaptation that you want. So a simple example is, you know that if you want to be able to run more, you need to run to achieve that. But the devil is in the dosage here. It's the way that the running is dosed and progressed because over the span of three weeks, there's a big difference in load of running every day, running three miles every day over three weeks or three miles once a week for three weeks. It's a similar type of stress. You know, I always use the the egg analogy. If you use 12 eggs and banana bread instead of two or three, it's not the egg. It was the amount of egg. And so the devil's in the dosage here. There's also a lot of other ways that we can make your body more resilient and more durable and promote your body's natural healing process by creating new healthy habits, controlling what we can control, adding in strength training. There's a reason that we talk about sleep, stress, and nutrition. We want to do the things in and out of the gym that will prepare your body for the demands of your life and your activities because active problems require active solutions. And then we also want to bridge the gap between you and your goals. And so if you want to be able to do an hour spin class, but you can only currently handle 20 minutes, maybe for a lot of different reasons, then we want to work on that before just putting you back into that hour spin class. If you want to be able to do 20 pull-ups, maybe under fatigue in a class, but you can only do five without pain, either during or the next day, then we need to work on that. So the difference here is being really specific and reverse engineering the action plan based on the result that you want. It's not being like, okay, I can do one squat without pain. So now I'll just go do 300 squats or I'll go do a heavy back squat. Cause that's, that's a totally different stimulus that will probably overflow your cup that we just want to progress up to and prepare you for. And that's where the work here, the rehab, the physical therapy starts to look like your sport or desired activity. And it should start to get intense to truly bridge the gap. We have to. And then step three is reach your full potential because now you've spent less time off physically and mentally. You're feeling so much better. You're more resilient. You're more prepared. And you broke through that barrier of pain or injury because you took the time and the right steps. And now you're going to be able to feel good and perform in all areas of your life. And I think a big part of this is utilizing this as a learning experience to figure out where your weaknesses are, figure out where you can make your body healthier and stronger and more durable. And now you probably have new goals without that pain or injury holding you back. What can you accomplish? And now it's like, you can finally see all these possibilities because you don't have to deal with this frustrating pain or injury anymore. And now you can really feel like you can reach your full potential. You can push yourself. You can do a lot more. And so next time you experience pain or an injury, now you know what to do. Don't just wait it out. 
don't spend two to six, eight weeks, whatever, or more just resting. You know, if someone says, just rest, just take some time off or just stop doing that. Don't do that when you could be doing something about it. And ultimately, you could either get to the end of that rest period and be like, oh, that didn't work. Now I need to try something else. Or you could take the reins immediately. And by the time six weeks have gone by, you've made so much progress and you're back doing what you love and you're making positive changes and you've turned this around to ultimately be beneficial for you and your health. So I hope this was helpful for y'all. I hope this allows you to stay active and keep pursuing improving your health. Please subscribe to the show. Otherwise, have a great week, Charleston.